Unfiltered Vitamin Z Season 11 Brought to you by Zaid Oh, we are back at it again today This is the first time Okay, right off the bat, we're gonna get this shit straighted Yeah, it's duct tape on the mic right now um, I'm saying this for the people watching on YouTube and for the people listening to the audio format. As usual, I've been changing it to add some video formats so I can add like little clips, little snips here and there on the Insta and build up the YouTube as well. But this is like all an example to show. It really don't fucking matter about quality of the production aspect. You know, this duct tape right here, 25 cents, because for some reason, I picked up the headphone one day and it didn't fucking work. Like the right side just didn't close all the way down my right ear and it still doesn't. Like, look at this shit. My other headphone, like the ones that you put in your ears, I don't have the left, like that little rubber squeakly, um, smooth little thing. I don't have that, but I'm wearing the beanie all the time anyway, so it, the beanie keeps it in its place. And so, I have an issue with that one. It went through the laundry one time too, so I have to play the music at full volume just to be able to hear a little bit. But it don't fucking matter. It don't fucking matter. At the end of the day, it's like... I still do shit because yeah i'm lacking the quality of production but i ain't lacking in the quality of delivery you know what i'm saying it's like i ain't lacking entertainment i got humor i got wit i got wisdom once upon a time true story i you know i came my hands came upon some big ass just load of wisdom i don't know how i don't know where i found that i was digging in the backyard one day and boom just got a whole shit ton of it and been rocking with it ever since so i got that I got a little bit of education, you know what I'm saying? I read the books guaranteed, but rest assured I know the streets coming to you not from Sin City LV. We're still gonna deliver you some unfiltered vitamin Z. And people been asking me, what is this shit? What is UFZ? Motherfucker, it's like a UFO. It is shit that cannot be explained. It's because it is a enigma. Okay, because everything is a self-reflection of the brand. Like Nike, just do it. That motherfucker, do you know the story of Phil Knight? That book, what was it called? Like, um, it was called Shoe Dog. It was like his quote-unquote memoir, but he didn't really want to call it that. But that dude, like, Stanford-educated accountant, all this shit, raised some money to start traveling around the world. Back then, in the 60s, I think it was, you only need, like, $1,000, $1,500. They get to Hawaii. They like it so much there that they don't even continue on going to the Asiatic world because they like it so much there. So they have to start working, going door-to-door, selling books and some shit like that so they could re- um, refund money. To continue traveling His friend stayed actually His friend liked where he was And stayed And Phil went on to Japan It was Japan That gave him an idea To come back And start making shoes And he started making These basic running shoes Like it was like a Hard hustle like Of like 20 so years And then the company Went public And then him And a couple Two or three other guys That they found it with Realized holy shit We're all worth like a lot of fucking money so nothing i mean they were like broke he was even when the company was like quote unquote doing good and like getting up there getting up there getting up there getting up there still like broke so that's just crazy that just all goes back to tell you like imagine if that friend went with him and he could have been a co-founder of a big ass company but he just got comfortable getting comfortable in ways you don't even expect it to makes you miss out on so many opportunities like a lot so it's not good to get comfortable in any sense it's all about discipline and, and making sure yourself because unexpected things will happen and you want to expect the unexpected like that cliche quote saying. I don't know who said that actually, but that's something to take into account. Like this fucking year, this whole goddamn year was quote unquote unexpected, but it's not really. Like if you think of pandemics, that's been a part of human history for a long time. We just don't really teach that because history don't really get taught in the way 
that makes it a beneficial tool and aspect of society. No, we get taught in like memorizing stupid days, memorizing wars, memorizing people. Doesn't that has nothing to do with history at all? And I can say that because I got a history degree. It's not about memorizing shit. It's about being able. It's, it's a tool to analyze. It's being able to think, being able to critique, uh, critique. Excuse me. Being able to look at a foundation of something and then looking at where it needs to go. So it's not, so it's a part of so as much as it gets caught up in the foundation in the old aspect of like ooh history shit that happened in the past it's about innovation it's really about the future that's the most ironic thing but that's the most beneficial thing to extract from it but we don't do it as much pandemics have always been around always and there's like different encyclopedias of different diseases and pandemics that have happened that the WHO has that was actually written by a historian and all these different things that they know and we have. And it's okay, like people know, oh yeah, I lost my cousin to this plague or this shit, and you know, countries closed and everything, but we got so comfortable, we got so comfortable, so privileged with what we have. We've got this fucking computer that you can see me, you got your phone, you got this house, you got all these different things that make you feel safe and make you feel like you live in this alternate reality, in this different world, but no, we still live in this same planet Earth that motherfuckers have been living in for thousands of years. Probably like hundred, like humans, like us, homo sapiens, like 100, 150, 150-ish, maybe 175, maybe. It's not fucking long. It's not long at all. That's nothing. We are nothing. And like the history of like the entire planet, we're like a little blink, like uh, uh, like like a little week. Just like that 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 much time. So we got comfortable, not just as individuals, as a fucking globe. Especially comfortable, like if you look at factfulness, ten reasons why we're wrong or wrong about the world by Hans Rosling, Swedish author, great dude. And since the 90s been talking about, you know, we can't really use developed and developing as terms and terminology for countries in terms of their wealth. And he talks about it in terms of four different levels. You got level one, which is like about a billion people living and level five where the richest one billion living. And then that's about five billion, five, five to six billion that live in the two, three, four levels. Because most countries got going to give you similar qualities of life. Sure, there's certain things that are lacking, certain, but it's not like it was before. Where it's like, yeah, you live really good here and really sucky over here. No, it's, it's a range. You know what I'm saying? It's a range. But not let's, let's exclude the first two levels, but at least the last two or three. Is it level five levels or four levels? Crap, I can't forget now. I can't remember now. But the top one, the top one. Where a lot of us live in a billion people where we think of who's responsible for the media, who's responsible for shit like this, us, me and you, because you're watching this right fucking now. Unless you're like in, um, I don't know, Zimbabwe or Laos or, I don't know, Iraq, fucking Argentina. That motherfucker's got a rough too. Every year the inflation, you, know, you buy a cup of coffee today, it's like a dollar fifty. Tomorrow it's fucking two seventy-five. It's like what the hell? So that's the whole other thing. Is that certain countries are good at one point and then are not good at all. We got comfortable analyzing and thinking that the US history has been so long, it's not it's been very little. Study empires and study all that shit, they don't last for too very long. And they usually get same issues from the inside. I talked about this in one of my first episodes, the Romans. Check that shit out. I compared the U.S. with the Romans and talking about China now, how they analyze the Han Empire. Because the Romans and the Han were the shit, but the Chinese remember that. And they're trying to keep that and trying to establish that with not just the basic Han ethnicity shit where they don't give a fuck about the other because China is so diverse, ethnically speaking. But they're also careful in that and analyzing and making decisions and trying to build a sort of legacy that the Han Empire left. And they want to do that in the modern sense for the future. Italians don't do that shit. What happened to the Romans? Look at Italy now. I don't want to quote. The U.S. calls it a shithole country. 
You know what I'm saying? That's why we didn't want Italian immigrants. They got the highest youth unemployment rate in all of Europe. Spain ain't behind up behind them. Look how Spain's empire was huge. Look at them now. Fucking lazy asses closing everything half the fucking day. From 2 to 5.30 p.m. they close everything. Greece, gone. Turkey, gone. Now they're trying to rebuild a little bit of it. Egypt. All these motherfucking places were empires. Look at them now. Look at them. So, it's always important to analyze where you were in the past. History, motherfuckers. History. Like, the whole thing. Like, you know, it's bound to repeat itself. Yes, it, that should be banged in every motherfucker's head because we repeat ourselves on a constant day-to-day basis. How many times do you apologize? How many times, hey, I ain't gonna fuck with no bitches no more. Boom, you start fucking around with some bitches. How many times you say, I'm gonna get my shit together, and you don't get your shit together. How many times you say, oh, I'm sorry, mom, I'm sorry this, I'm sorry that, and you do that same shit again, but you constantly saying sorry and then doing that same dumb shit you were doing in the first place. We constantly repeating ourselves. It's, if it's, it's so hard for us to change, individuals, the micro, constantly repeating ourselves. How difficult do you think it is for nations, for empires, for governments to not make the same bullshit mistake for leaders? For us as a human society, as an entity, as homo sapien, as human, as mankind, fucking difficult. Extremely difficult to be constantly doing that shit. Anyway, I want to be here right now because I have this thing where like, I read it was part of anxiety where you like scratch your head a lot, but I'll be doing that shit for hours and just watching the dandruff just like fall off. And I'm just like, it's like a snowstorm and I'm just like watching it fall off and I'm just like, whoa. And then it like picks up in your fingernails a little bit. That's why I'm constantly cutting my fingernails to make sure they don't get too long at all. I remember this, I swear to God. First time I got high by myself. Like I was just like in my room. I was in my, my apartment by myself. It wasn't like a social thing, wasn't friends. No, I got some, boom, smoked a little bit. I remember standing up in this little corner facing the TV, scratching my head like this. Was it my left hand? Right hand. I think it was my left hand. And I was just scratching. It was like an hour and a half. Wait. What's three episodes of, of Fresh Prince? Was it like 20, 20 minutes each? So maybe like a full hour? It was three episodes of something. I think it was three episodes of Fresh Prince. And I was just standing there like this. Just scratching, scratching, scratching. Dandruff falling. I'm just watching. Like a whole three episodes went by. And I was like, how the fuck? How? How long have I been standing here? God damn. But here's the thing. I realize I do that shit all the time, even since I was a kid. And then now that I don't smoke no more, I've been like, oh shit, we didn't really change much. We don't change nothing about you unless you carry the stigma or an impression that it will. So if you think weed's going to be the super smart thing that's going to cure all your anxieties and boom, you go out. I'm not saying it's a placebo, but I'm saying it can play a role. If you think this is something this is going to do to you in a way, your mind has a way of playing certain tricks on you because it works in the reverse where I've seen it. Not with really myself because I didn't grow up with like a stigma that it makes you dumb. I knew dumb people smoked weed, but I knew smart people did too. But smart people don't. It doesn't get advertised in that way. It gets advertised in a dumb way because it's so easy to pinpoint groups of people, quote unquote. Right. It's good. It's good. It's easy to group blacks, Latinos, skaters, surfers, whatever the fuck you want to put and say these people are dumb because of one, two, three, because of this herb. But no, if you dumb, you smoke weed, you still motherfucking dumb. If you smart and you smoke weed, guess what? You're still fucking smart. But if you start thinking, oh, weed's going to make me sick. If you know, if you think, quote unquote, know that weed's going to make you dumb and say dumb shit. And you you start to play that role and character that you put yourself in. But we do that regardless and not even a, um, a non-cannabis conversation in the real world, right? For people smoke or don't smoke at all. And just in a general conversation. We play minor tricks on like that on ourselves. We think, oh shit, 
I'm not good enough to go talk to those people. I'm not handsome enough. I'm not handsome enough. I'm, I'm not handsome enough or rich enough or confident enough to go talk to those girls right there. I'm not smart enough to apply for this program, or I'm not capable. I don't have enough tools. I don't have whatever to go apply for that job. We constantly do that to ourselves anyway. Let alone when something has such this stigma around it. You know what I'm saying? So it's all about. That's why I'm like, um, check out on the Kicker app. I was I was rapping there, um, and I had a song called the Refugio, um, and I was rapping on there, and I was like, yeah, that's right. I'm an enigma, erasing and puffing away the stigma. Because that's essentially what it is when you are able. Because I've been showing people. Either smoking in front of them, and then they've seen me with and without it, and then smoking before meeting up with them, and then not knowing that I smoked. Motherfuckers don't know unless they know. Motherfuckers won't know unless you tell them, and they won't know anything weird or different about you. But if you do all the same things you would do regardless, but you are high, all of a sudden everything gets looked at like, oh, it's because he is high, that's why he's doing those things. But we don't give the same credit and shit to alcohol. Like, I was just working in a fucking club. Motherfuckers stupid. They be doing stupid shit that ain't nobody high I've ever seen fucking do. They be coming up, ordering a drink for a friend, order rum and coke, boom, get him a rum and coke. Coming back. Uh, he wants rum with orange soda, alright, get, get him that. Order four shots, alright. Then he wants to get charged for his rum and, and, and orange soda and the four shots. And I'm trying to, I'm telling him about the other cup of rum and coke, he's like, nah, nah, that's not me. I'm like, the fuck you mean? Yeah, it is, you just told me. For that dude right there, that was just with you. And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. okay, yeah, charge me that too. The fuck? This other dude's like, where's my cup? Where's my cup? It was just right here at the bar. And I'm like, I don't fucking know. And then this dude moves and he sees that it was behind. He's like, ah, it's right here. Thank you so much. Ah. The fuck? This other night, this group ordered a whole other, like, um, like a box of like four or five beers. I think it was the third one. I go back while I'm cleaning the tables. They left it under the table. Not a single beer was open or taken. And they paid for it. It's like, the fuck? I mean, in a business mindset, yeah, we'll take that shit. All right, perfect. That's more money for us. We can resell those. But it's like, that motherfucker's stupid. Like, stupid, stupid. Like, you were, you could have been the most intelligent person right before you walked in. And whatever you just drank made you fucking dumb. But if you're the most intelligent dude and you just came in and you just rolled up a blunt or something, you're still one of the smartest dudes in the world. And now... You got an herb that's going to give you different perspectives on shit. Now it's like a different, boom, it's a different lens. Like when you have the eye doctor and they switch those things. Is it left one better or right one? This one, number one or number two? Number two or number three? That shit, that's what weed is. But alcohol is like literally giving you, you know, a wrong prescriptions. Like it's giving you someone else's glasses and you put those on. You're like, oh, fuck, what am I seeing right now? That's exactly what it is. And it's fucking stupid. It's a poison. But everybody's got their poison, man. Everybody's got their poison. I talk about this shit all the time. Everybody got their poison. But that is the season 11 opener right there, man. Enigma shit. Enigma lifestyle. Being weird. Being all types of shit. And accepting that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because there is a certain line. There's certain pathways. But those motherfuckers never innovated shit. Motherfuckers that had like what? Uh, damn. That's my train of thought. I've been talking for 15 minutes straight. Now I lose my train of thought. People that innovated shit like Steve Jobs, all these motherfuckers, they had certain certain aspects about them that didn't really, they were able to look at status quo things and look at normal things because they're looking at markets, looking at consumer habits, looking at all these different things. But for them themselves personally and how to think differently, you got to be outside the box. You got to get outside the motherfucking box. But you can't be so far outside the box that you are always outside of the box. You got to shift in and out, in and out the box. That's what I call in and out the micros and macros. You gotta go from the macro, big, zooming in, micro, zoom back out, macro. 
macro, micro, back to the macro. See what I'm saying? Perfect. Season 11 opener. Season 11. Season 11, ladies and gentlemen. We're doing this seven episodes a fucking week. What else was I going to say? Subscribe. Like this shit. Share this with somebody. Um, I've been trying to get on the tape. Tape. Hold on. Tap Tapes app. It is the best way to share and discover new podcasts. And it's a like a little Instagram feature where you can scroll up through the feed and shit. And you'll be able to like things and leave voice messages and comments and shit like that. Go on that so that when I'm on there and you can put unfiltered vitamin Z and that shit will come up. And little snippets of the app will come up. And then you can find other podcasts that you want to listen to too. But you ain't going to like any other ones because you fucking with this one. You see me? You feel me? Yes, sir. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. And those that identify otherwise, we fuck with everybody here on unfiltered vitamin Z. Peace out. And strength, and Jesus. <laughs>